Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out, book a clarity call, and let's get chatting. Okay, guys, so welcome to today's class. My friend Wayne Dallow is here, and we are going to be diving into DISC. So this is a bit different to what we usually do. So we're not going to get into meditation today. We're going to dive straight into this because there is so much to learn about this. And the truth is, um, yeah, there's just so many layers and levels. I've actually been experimenting with DISC for the last year and a half, as so many of you may already know, because I've used it in my selling. I've used it in my coaching. And um, although I'm not a DISC expert at all, I've kind of roughly studied it and utilized it and found it extremely beneficial. So we do have an expert here today. So welcome, Wayne, and thank you for joining us today. Oh, good as gold. Thanks, Victoria. It is so good to have you here. And, you know, I have actually had a session with Wayne. Now, we kind of got a bit carried away and we spent like three hours talking about it. Um, so I was a very, very lucky girl. Um, so we've gone through everything. Basically, it's a disc as a personality profiling system. And there is uh, four different profiles. So there's a D, I, S and C, which Wayne will explain what those are. And um, I have, I just want to, those of you who are actually on the camera, show you how much Wayne actually did for me. There is like copious amounts of paper here and he even did a special one where he compared me to somebody else which was so good because I could actually see my strengths and weaknesses and all of that stuff and I am personally going to get one done with me and my husband because Wayne I think you um your your expertise is working in businesses is that correct um yeah mostly working with businesses but it's uh, it all comes down to people anyway so it's just working with the people within the business to help grow the businesses Beautiful. Awesome. So can you give us a little bit of a background of like who you are and what got you into learning about this? Yeah, I um, I spent a lot of time in the dairy industry all around Australia um, and, and New Zealand, um, sold some software into the United States for a while, um, saw the same thing done a lot of different ways. And then after getting out of the dairy industry, opened a, um, a retail shop. And in the retail shop, we got we actually had two business two business coaches. The first one was a paint by number sort of guy, and uh, we wanted some foot traffic. And he said, "Yes, marketing's on page 197. We'll get there in three months' time." Uh, he didn't listen to what we were after, and so we lost faith in him pretty quick. The second one was a uh, a company who sort of said, "Where do you want to be in ten years? Now let's figure out a plan." And that company I ended up buying into as a as a franchisee um, about eighteen years ago. And one of the things that we did use extended disc for was to understand our clients so that we could help coach them in a style that suited them. Uh, everybody hears things differently. Everybody sees things differently. And if I try to give like too much information for the likes of you, Victoria, um, that's 
not going to work the best. We've got to do things fairly fast paced with you. Big picture's good, rapid change, um, short and sharp, that suits nicely. Uh, having, having to go through all the processes, all the hoops, all the rules and regulations will bore you stupid. Mm-hmm. So part of that is actually sort of going, this is how I got into the extended disc, the profiling stuff. And from there, it's just grown and grown. And this year, um, my, my target is actually to help 500, 500 individuals to actually achieve, uh, understand who they are and actually grow themselves. Um, that's a number that's way in advance of anything I've done before, mainly because I'm now, the coaching part is secondary, the, the profiling stuff is primary for me and it's just something I get an absolute kick off kick out of as you would have seen on Thursday Mm, it was awesome it was so awesome and I sat there and even though I had learned about disc before and it's actually in my program at relational blocks I talk about it in the human code of behavior um it's really really interesting because I had so many light bulb moments where I was like oh my god I am not playing up to my strengths to my full capacities and having that awareness of where I'm dulling myself because I feel like I may be too much for others was a real light bulb moment. So yeah. would you be able to tell us, <laughs> he's laughing the whole time. He was like, oh my goodness, you're so intense. <laughs> but could you um, go through the actual disc and the meanings for it if you feel yeah, sure. good that? So there's, there is four main quadrants, and none of the, none of this is new. Socrates was doing this a couple of thousand years ago, so it's just been improved over a period of time. Um, the the main one one of one of the quadrants is the being a D, the dominant character. These people start stuff. They like to be in control. They want to do things in a hurry. They're very very good at challenging the status quo. Um, they uh, are always right. Just ask them. Right? Isn't that right, Victoria? I'm um, always right. <laughs> Don't nod at me. The other one, one of the other ones is the influencer. So these are the people that can sell ice to Eskimos in some language. They are the um, the peacocks. So they are also very, um, very good at starting new stuff. Neither the D's or the I's are good at finishing things. Um, but it is, they do challenge the status quo with everything that they actually do. The difference between the I and the D is the D is very task orientated and the I is very people orientated. So the I's do like to be the center of attention. Um, and in some respects, they're a little, little bit of a show pony. Now I have um, 50% of that. So some of me loves being the center of attention. The other 50% of me is the S uh, quadrant, which is the stable, thorough, patient, nurturing type. That particular part of me doesn't like the spotlight. So if you break the trust of an S-type personality, then getting that back again is actually really difficult. Um, so part of me loves, woohoo, look at me, here I am. And the other part is like, yeah, okay, it's all good now, you can stop looking at me. So my internal conflict is I want to do everything to help people, um, but it's uh, it, it's a struggle for me to say no occasionally. Um, I've had to be very, I, I'm very diplomatic, see things from both sides, all that sort of stuff. The final quadrant is the compliance, the detail, the analytical person. Now, these guys um, are, are the people that I struggle with the most, and it's mainly because they deal in absolutes. So uh, as a classic example, somebody who's measuring something out, 9.99 grams is not 10. Now, for me, it's like, ah, it's r- roughly 10. It's close enough. It's good enough. But for an analytical person, it's not. So... If I'm giving instructions to a detailed person, T 
typically I cannot give enough uh, instructions on the level that they require. Now, there is no right or wrong profiling type, but it just means it takes a lot of more energy or effort for us to play in a place which is not natural to us. So for me doing detail, uh, can I do it? Yes. Am I good at doing it? Absolutely not. Uh, I'll, put, I'll procrastinate about it. I'll leave it to the last minute. But in the business world or even in our, in our personal lives, it's easier for us to get somebody in, bring them in like an impact player to actually do that detail for us. Uh, for me, dealing with um, wanting to make those really tough decisions, that's something that, Victoria, you're probably quite good at. Uh, we get some get some less information about some stuff, make a decision, and we go forward. Uh, that sort of thing for me isn't the easiest either. So if I'm looking at growing my business in a hurry and I need somebody to just take off and do some stuff, I employ somebody like you. Uh, I need to give you some freedom to do, you know, I'll give you roughly this is what we want, but then let you have the freedom to go and do it because if I tell you exactly what you have to do, and where you have to sit and what you're going to be doing, that relationship's not going to last very long. The standard disc has only got the four quadrants. The stuff that I showed Victoria is broken into 160 variations of that. And so this is where it becomes a little bit more complicated. If we were purely one of those profiles, it would be easy to, easier for us to go, well, that person's an eye or a peacock. Um, this is what they like, and therefore everybody sits like that. But the reality is, there are small incremental changes and with, within Victoria's we have 10% uh, of an S which is her internal handbrake um, who's stopping that dominant person who wants to go out and slay the world take over take over as, a, as she can as fast as possible doesn't um, doesn't want to worry about roadblocks until we get there um, but I guarantee there's some other people on the call right now who would prefer to uh, do all the planning before they start doing them, some things. So it's all about making sure we understand the people that we work with, who we um, associate with either at work or even at home, and then being able to talk in their language or some compromise. And, mm -hmm. the, and the challenge uh, for all of us is that opposites do attract. So there's always a, uh, a part that, that our other half has that Subconsciously, we like to actually be able to do some of that. And then, of course, it can be quite annoying. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, my husband drives me nuts, but I drive him nuts probably 10 times more. So um, <laughs> this disc stuff, like, I, I, I have been applying a little bit, but my dominant energy is 75%. Now, I knew I was a D. I thought I was a DI. So D being dominant, I being, what, is that the initiator? Is that what it's called? The Yeah, the initiator or the influencer. Yep. Influencer. Um, the S being kind of like that mother energy and the C. And what I love when I when I teach a little bit about disc is also what the people wear. Like I'm a female, I love fashion. So a D is kind of like like today I'm wearing, I wear bold lipstick, my hair's pink, I'm wearing like a black dress, um, or yesterday I wore bright yellow, you know, and with pink hair, and I just didn't care. I wore my boots and off I went. Um now. You know, and I might wear that too because they love fun. They love patterns and all that type of stuff. Um, an S would be like, whoa, probably a little bit too bright, you know, and wearing my maybe like more soft pastels and um, like kind of pretty patterns. And then I don't know what a C would wear. <laughs> I don't know because I've got no C in me. <laughs> the, um, you, you quite often find it's really fascinating. The, the C's um, 
they're either very, very particular because they're very, um, like they like perfection. So they're very particular about they, what they want to wear and it absolutely must color coordinate or they don't have a clue. So it's it, it's one of the, one of the two. There's a guy there's a guy in New Plymouth that I did some work with years ago who who was a very very high C, absolute analytical person, and he as he was saying that his wardrobe is color coordinated from the darks to the lights, and even even though even his um you know so from his suits dark suits all the way down to light suits and his shirts from darks to lights and everything nobody else could do his ironing because it had to be absolutely immaculate. His um his underpants and his socks were you know he was telling us all this sort of stuff and we were all just falling about laughing because we sort of thought well, what really is this how do you have a life who gets I don't even own an iron I I would <coughs> rather throw this jacket away when it gets wrinkly <coughs> I'll throw it away I won't iron it or I'll put it in the dryer and hope it doesn't shrink I don't iron I won't iron and it's it's <laughs> quite funny like I never would like it took me until three years ago to use a computer three years ago um Tina's laughing because Tina. Yeah is always messaging me going, I need to get my ironing done. And I'm like, <laughs> how? Why? <laughs> no, just throw it away or hire someone. <laughs> uh, and, you know, what I love what you're saying because, like, all these different quadrants, um, you know, they're all very much required. Leah's like, I'm with you, Vic. Yeah. And I would say Leah would be a high I with, a, like, with some S, like maybe like a 50-50. Um, she's just so exuberant and just amazing. Um, but, you know, my husband is the complete opposite to me. So I would say I only iron shirts for Kyron so he doesn't look like no one owns him. <laughs> That's a good strategy. I like that. Um, so my husband, and I've said this quite a few times, he, I would say, I can't say for sure because I am, I haven't done this. Like I'm not an expert like Wayne, but I would be guessing that my husband would be like a C and an S. And it was really interesting when Wayne was doing this um, for me because we're just talking away and I'm just doing my thing. And my husband goes, see you later. I'm going to go hunting for a few days now. And off he goes. And he goes to go hunting. And I was like, yeah, bye. And he walked off and I didn't even think about it. And then 10 minutes later, he comes in and goes, babe, do you know where my beanie is? I was like, I don't know, like check in the cupboard. Bye. And then we kept talking. And then about five minutes later, he comes in again and he goes, I'm sorry. I just, in case I get shot and die, I just, that was his excuse. I just have to come in and I just have to give you a kiss goodbye or a cuddle. And I went, okay, then Luke. So he comes in, gives me a cuddle and then off he went and I stopped and Wayne cracked up laughing because he's just like, <laughs> oh my God, can you see the difference? Like, I was just like, goodbye. And he was like, well, you kind of just like, off you go. Are you still already here? And I was like, yes. I was like, what the fuck are you still doing here? Like, you said you were gone 15 minutes ago. You'd be halfway on your trip. But that's that's what I'm like, you know. I'm just like, um, and it doesn't mean I'm heartless or cold or anything, but I was like, <laughs> I'll see you in a few days. Go have fun. Um, and he was quite emotional. He was like, I've, I've got to say goodbye to you. I don't want to interrupt. And he comes over like, goodbye. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think being in business as well and um, being able to outsource and knowing your strengths is fantastic. Like for me, I'm not going to do those details. I will get massive results for people if they do what I tell them to do with actions um, and take the massive leap. But I'm 75% D. So if my coach tells me to jump, I literally go jump. Like, you know how they told you you can do anything you want to do when you're growing up? I took that so literally that I did try to fly because they tell me I can fly. So I tried to fly and I jumped off a desk and it didn't work very well. But 
I mean, you tell me that I can do anything, I will literally try it. So yeah, it is absolutely fascinating. So is most people usually a mixture of all of them? Um, yeah, like for you, it doesn't mean like because you don't have any natural um, compliance or the details. So it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just takes effort and energy. So that's all it is. We've got other people on the call here who uh, will be a little bit more risk adverse than you. So they will take a risk as long as they've thought about it for a while or they've done some research. So um, we can all say we, we, we will take a risk. I, I've had somebody tell me that um, they're, they're, they're going to buy a new car as soon as, as soon as they have actually thought about it for about a year. So that's not making a quick decision, especially not in your world, Victoria, where you, you sort of go, well, there's something I like, I'm just going to have it and, and we'll deal with the consequences afterwards. Um, more than likely, you're a person who uh, will spend will look at something spend the money and then figure out a way to pay for it and you've got other people in the group who will save the money before they go and pay for something um you get two people like that in a relationship and of course we're going to have some have some issues uh i've got um another client of mine who's got he's 50 50 di and she's roughly 50 50 sc so they get this that my food bag thing if he gets access to it first he doesn't follow the rules. He doesn't follow the process. He just looks in the box and he goes, oh, shit, this, these things look good. And he pulls out whatever he wants and creates this really nice dinner. By the time it gets to the last day, she cannot make anything that's supposed to be there because half the stuff's gone for different things that he's created. So when they finally figured out that, like she just she just thought he was doing this to purposely annoy her. It had nothing to do with that whatsoever. He's just going, oh, this looks interesting. Let's do this. He wouldn't follow a recipe. There was just shit in the box he was going to use. So um, it's yeah, fascinating. I've got to say, I hate HelloFresh. I hate my food box. All of those things. I bought it so my husband could start cooking and he loved it. But I tell you what, cooking a meal for like 30 minutes, like, no, no, thank you. Following a recipe, it's like painful. It's like pulling teeth. Even though it's very, very simple to do, I'm like, why would I want to do that? Like, who, who created this? Now, I'll buy it if my husband's going to cook all week, but like it's the same thing like with clothes. This is probably a telltale, telltale sign of what you are, like kind of thing is who likes to figure out what they're going to wear the next day? Not me, oh. because I will change my mind as soon as I wake up. Yeah. There are, you know, you're going to have people on the call here will plan their plan their um, their meals for the entire week on the Sunday, right? And those people. If they, if somebody comes and goes, surprise, I've brought somebody home from dinner, they will, they will uh, panic a bit because it's like, oh, that wasn't part of the plan. Um, you're much more likely to do that to your to your hubby, I would imagine, of going, um, <laughs> go Tara. <laughs> um, you know, like I don't, uh, I don't plan anything in, in advance. Um, I will drive people batshit all the time. In fact, my um, my ex-wife was, you know, there might be a reason why I've got an ex-wife. Um, she was 100% of the detail person and I organized a mystery weekend away. So for somebody somebody who likes structure and plans and knowing what's coming up, going out, you know, like for me sort of saying, hey, it's a mystery weekend, that all I did was create anxiety for her. And I, at that stage, I didn't actually understand what I was doing. Um, when I go to a restaurant, I don't look at the menu. So one of the things that I do when I go to a restaurant, I, like I could walk down the street, just walk into any restaurant at all, um, and say to the person who's serving me, what would you eat? I'll have that. Mm. Now, 
lots of people that will need to study what restaurant they want to go to. Um, you know, they will want to have a look at the, the menu before they even get there. Um, all, all that sort of stuff. And that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, if they were wanting me to actually plan their night out for them, yeah, it's not going to go the best. And if, they, if it's too structured, a, um, a plan or a holiday or a dinner for, for me, um, you know, that's not, where's the spontaneity? So it's about understanding who, who each other is and then compromising for that. Yeah, one of and, my favourite. Same thing applies with children as well, Victoria. So, the, you know, our children, you know, sometimes we'll actually sort of go, well, where did that bloody child come from? It's got, you know, like, I haven't got a clue. Um, and it's simply, there are ways that we can actually identify who, who different people are, um, how to talk with them, how to uh, get them to do, do things properly for our world. But there are other times where, especially with the younger children, we actually have to um, modify our behaviour and our communication styles that suits them. Mm. And we should never treat two children the same. I mean, my children, I will yell at my son and then he just yells back. And we're, we're, we're literally talking, but we're yelling. We're both very loud. And it's like, oh, this is funny. Um, but then with my daughter, I said to her, no, don't do that. I, did, I said something today slightly louder and she was really upset. For ages, I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. I was just being me. Um, so I have to be very aware. I'd say she's more of an S. Um, what I also uh, use in my coaching is knowing that the S's and the C's are past-based. And I've had one-to-one clients that are S's and C's. And I know that I have to give the C's more time to process. Now, they are detail oriented and I'm not. So, of course, I'm kind of pushing for them to actually just take control and to speed up their thinking really and take the plunge otherwise they may never and that's what I find with some people and with the S's as well is they don't want to disappoint anyone even in narcissistic relationships they don't want to leave the narcissist because of uh, I think we talked about this Wayne because they may feel like they're a failure or they let down the relationship or they let down the people so they are past-based and the D and the I is more future-based so I find yeah. that absolutely interesting. So if I talk to any of my D or I clients, um, even people in my coaching groups, I throw everything at them really, really fast. And it's not until they start chunking out <laughs> that I start slowing down because I can see them chunking out. But I love it when I get someone like me because I just throw it, throw it, throw it. They grab whatever they can and they go, I'll just watch the replay to pick up anything that I didn't pick up on. Um, where I know if I'm talking to an S, I actually slow down what I'm, how I'm talking. Um, I come from more of the, I think I have 15% S, um, 10% I, and 75% D. So then I actually open my heart and come from a, how are you feeling? And so could you talk to us a little bit about the questions? Um, so when we've got our clients and when we're doing kind of, I suppose, putting our offers out and talking on our socials and stuff like that, I know you were saying there's different ways of asking questions. Yep. And, and I think that the, the single biggest thing that we, we have to do as individuals is be true to ourselves. And that's the one thing I want everybody to, to look at. If, uh, if you all try to be like Victoria, um, that's going to be, that's going to be quite challenging. And you're, tr- you know, like you, you need to be, you need to be yourself. So if, if it works being all bubbly and bouncy and all over the place like that, then do that. But if it's not, then, then yeah, take, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. In the joys of bunny on steroids. <laughs> I just had to sleep before um, the school. So not always. 
but but the big thing I think is for, for everybody is to actually be true to themselves. I did a, I did an article on LinkedIn a little while ago, and I was really because I don't um, I do take things a little bit personally, and I didn't want people reacting uh, and sort of saying negative things about the article that I wrote. It was going to it, I really procrastinated about it for quite a long time until I used the start of the phrase uh, in my experience. The minute I wrote in my experience, all of a sudden nobody could question anything about it because they didn't know what my experience was. If I came from a pure fact based thing then people could so the people who are much more people orientated and don't want to let people down it is it is very much about in my experience this is how i have found it for the more analytical people it's like here's the data show the data this is the bits and pieces that is proven that makes a lot more sense the s's uh typically will um they can only typically sell products uh or services that they absolutely believe in they don't like new to market stuff is much more mature. So being able to have something that everybody is using is much easier for them to actually to, to sell. So if everybody's done it, then it's safe. The eyes are much more likely to looking at new to market. This is really interesting stuff. This is oh like everybody would love you if you want if you if you did this. The D's are a little bit more about going, you will be a winner if. Um, you know, like if you do you do it this way, then you'll you'll be head of the pack. The C type personalities are going to be uh, this is about, uh, this is the data the data shows us this is to be the best way, the most accurate way, the quality sort of stuff. So whatever it's going to be for you as an individual, it's about tailoring it suits yourself so that you're actually being true to yourself, and then it's much easier to sell. Now I I am passionate about what I do, and I'm passionate about, about this product. But one of, one of the ways that I sell is actually um, is to educate people and let then let people buy. So rather than me sell to people, I would much prefer people to buy from me. And so that that is a very, very different style than um, Victoria's might be much more about, here's some stuff. Well, you nodded and you smiled. So here's a pen, press hard, the third copy is yours. Got the sale. <laughs> so, and that's... And that's fine. But well, if- that's a thing like where are we not functioning from what we truly are? Because when we had our session, what um, Wayne actually does in these reports is he does what people, because there's a ton of questions that you ask. It takes only about 10 minutes, but, you know, you do it at a speedy, speedy time frame. And he did two charts. And one is how people perceive me or, or you, whoever's getting the chart done, and what I really am naturally. The interesting thing, and you guys may pick this up about me or not, is that I was a very high I, and then I was a dominant. So I've been shy on social media. Hello, how's it going? Go, go, go. Like, really, really, you know, not wanting to be boring or scary as a dominant energy, um, <laughs> basically. And I'm showing up as something that I am. There's definitely a part of that in me, but I'm wondering why I get tired. Because if I'm showing up and I'm doing an hour card reading or if I'm doing sales calls and I'm I'm a spiritual empowerment coach, right? So I'm like, believe in you, believe in you, believe in you. And I'm yelling at people, believe in yourself because I, I can see their potential. But the problem with that is I'm exhausted afterwards because my natural state is really like, hey, do you want to do this thing? Because I believe in you. Do you believe in you? Let's fucking go. So if I said that, <laughs> I would have saved a hell of a lot of time on sales calls um, and I would have actually weaved out people that, you know, don't align with that. So then yeah. I could actually just do it with ease rather than me going, come on, come 
on, come on. Like, like everything is a party. So I used to use alcohol so I could get to that high state and be fun. But now I don't need alcohol. I just do it. So I find that really interesting that we're not what we think we are as well sometimes. Mm. And that's, I mean, it is true in every part of every every part of our lives. You know, like we um, uh, we put on a mask when, when we go to work at times. We put on a mask when we're around some of our friends. You know, and you know that there are certain people or certain tasks that we do that they drain us of energy. There are other people that we hang around with or other things that we do, and they just fill our fill our tank up, and that's just so much fun. Part of this is to actually work out. What is it that drains us and what, what is it that fills us? And if we have to go, um, like there's some people that I, that I see on a regular basis and I know they drain me, so I have to prepare myself very differently than if I was going to come and hang out with Victoria because it's just like, like oh, there's one thing I can guarantee with um, having a conversation with you, but it's never going to go in, in a straight line. We're going to talk about all sorts of random shit and it's just yeah. going to be fun. And it's not going to be fluffy. It's going to be like, <laughs> can we just get to the, like the grit and go deep? Really, I think I was telling you about spirit and how to read and notice spirit. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things that's really, really cool. So, um, one interesting thing as well is before I learned about DISC, which is about a year ago, and now I've done a real, you know, deep dive into it, is that I thought that everybody, I literally thought that everybody was similar. So, if people weren't doing things or reacting to things or giving back to me like I was giving to them, I was getting deeply disappointed. Now, now, the interesting thing I've noticed about DISC as well is I'm also into human design and everything that Wayne was telling me about my DISC was actually mirroring the human design that I am, the projector. So I find that that is actually fascinating that these are all scientifically based and they all intermix with each other as well. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.